Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 42 of the Talking with the Dad podcast this evening. We have a number of of fucking topics that are going to get us murdered, probably. Steve, I, I like the, I like that. And, uh, well, here we are, buddy. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, you know, here in the last days, the apocalypse of talking with a dad, the last voice of reason, the last place you can go to hear news that's unbiased and unpartisan. You know why? Mostly because we're not allowed in either political or party. <laughs> I've I just like to have in. I just like to have fun, man. I like to make fun of all, all the situations. If you can't, dude, it's, it becomes so depressing. Like dude, we, we we should go we should go to one of the debates. Like oh, imagine if, we should go to, we should debate. go to the a rally. We break into the press <laughs> the press conference like oh is Steve here from talking with a dad. I'm sorry, <laughs> who are you with? Steve here with <laughs> uh, I'd like to ask you uh, what is your opinion uh, if you were to be on a stuck on an island, would you want top half fish or bottom half fish mermaid, sir? Yeah. <laughs> Bottom half, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's a, okay. Put that down. <laughs> We're ready. We do have some uh, dark web topics going on. We here do. Tonight, we gonna do. Try, try not to keep it somber. We, gotta, we don't ever lead <laughs> off with a topic, right? We don't ever lead off with a topic. You know, have you had any good food recently? I have a food story, a little bit of a food story. Have you had any um, like delicious food? Your wife's a very good cook. Yeah, actually, you know what's crazy? Uh, so this is the second time she's made it, and it was uh, amazing the first time, but it was bomb tonight. <laughs> she made from scratch hamburger helper. Oh, <laughs> okay. Like, without okay. any using the, you know, the crappy stuff that yeah, comes yeah. in the end. And man, I like I had three bowls of that. Hamburger the- helper, like the, the the hamburger with the uh, macaroni, right? Yes. Okay. We had we had pasta with it, and it was. I gotta tell you. Literally at one point, my body shut me down because if I had ate one more bowl, <laughs> and I kept doing that thing where like I'm talking to myself, trying to figure out how I'm gonna get away with eating another bowl. I'm like, All right, I'm just gonna have one more bowl over. Here. Like, You're trying to justify it to yourself to like make sure your brain is like, "All right, well, we're gonna have one more bowl. All right, we're into this." One more bowl, but yeah, I had uh, that, and then uh, we had that salmon the other night, and then uh, yeah, it's been good. What's your, what's your food story? Well, it was my turn to cook the other evening. And okay. uh, I did my signature um, pan-seared scallops. Oh, delicious, dude. Absolutely delicious. I'm the best cook that I know, and it's it's a wide margin. And I, I don't, you know, um, why would I need to know anyone else if I can cook so well? President Trump voice. If you're going to <laughs> no, 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 no. That voice is used very sparingly. Um, yeah, it, it, it was really good. It came out, came out really well. I had some good scallops and... Now, did you pour any wine in there? Would you? Uh, would you See, uh, I I don't have any cooking wine handy, but I'm not a I'm not a wine guy. What I do is do um, like half a stick of butter, do that, uh-huh. and then when I get the first set of scallops in, I cut a, a lemon in well thirds because I use it for something else. I use it in rice, um, but I cut the third and I cut that in half, and then uh, I squeeze that in. And then flip them, you know, take them out. They're like 45 seconds. These size scallops are super easy to cook. And then I do a second batch, and then I do more lemonade, which is butter and lemon basting with a little bit of salt and pepper, maybe a little bit of oh, onion. I love scallops, man. The scallops is right next to shrimp where it's like, if there's an all-you-can-eat safe type of situation, nope. they're going to have to stop me from the shrimp and the scallops. Like, if they keep if they keep bringing it to the table and they're like, you know, you, you have to pay for what you don't eat, I'm like, I guess I'm not paying. Because I'm going to... <laughs> like, oh, like, have you ever been to an all-you-can-eat sushi place that does that? Yeah, yeah in California. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I have yeah. been to one in Connecticut, but... uh 
Dude, that I did not know that that was the rule, and I ordered yeah. an absurd amount of sushi, and then read the thing on the bottom where it was like fine print. It was like, uh, and you'll pay by the pound for what you can't eat, and yeah. uh, <laughs> if, you, if you eat half, if you eat, if you leave one piece of a roll left, you pay for the entire roll. And I'm like, ha ha ha! I ordered twelve <laughs> rolls, ate that, ate all of them. And later on that night, you had mercury poisoning. <laughs> I, I I died. <laughs> like I actually died. Now we're here talking about fucking cooking scallops. <laughs> yeah, me and my buddies uh, came back we, after a day at Venice Beach, or it was it like Venice or Hermosa? One of the two. But we had made our way over to the Santa One is Monica. way better than the other. Huh? Well, most definitely. Yeah. But we had made made our way over to not uh, to the promenade. Basically, I think I believe that's what it's called. Third Street Promenade. Yes. And uh, the, the outdoor shopping mall. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I've been there. And then uh, once upon a time, I had been to a sushi place over in that area. But like most places like that, the businesses are constantly shifting. Yeah. So we're walking around for a few minutes looking for the place. Couldn't find it. So we had to go to Thousand Oaks and we found an all you can eat sushi place. Man, we uh, it's like five dudes and we wrecked that place. Like, <laughs> they were like, oh. We got there just in time for the lunch special, which Whoa. could have been dangerous when I was reading. I was like, what does this mean exactly? Like, <laughs> where's the <laughs> Like where are we at in the transition of the serving of the food? But twenty five dollars ahead, and we we murdered it. Absolutely, murdered absolutely, it. dude. What's crazy to me is like, um, and, and you don't know this until like you actually like like look into like owning a restaurant. But most restaurants close like legitimately within the first year, right? Yeah. Like restaurants do not last more than like the first year or so, and it's sad, dude. Because like I one of my maybe one of my dreams was like opening a fucking uh. Um, a restaurant because I like to cook and I don't know I like business but that shit is such a bad idea. Uh, my good buddy uh, owns a restaurant in Brooklyn. Him and another friend of mine called Coda. Shout out to Coda. Uh, Chicken Wing Tuesdays and Pats on Tuesdays. The uh, I don't know if they're back open yet, but I gotta tell you honestly, man, uh, it's it is it's it's hard to watch people go through the business and uh, but he's managing. Hard, they've managed dude. to stay afloat. Managed how how long have they been open? I think they just passed like the three or four year mark. Yeah, dude. Once like you that. hit about five years, I think like you're pretty yeah. much open for good, right? That's yeah, that's just, from what I've heard. You're not profitable for the first year. If you make it out of the first year, year two is even harder, and then past yeah. that, like you're usually pretty good. Yeah, ask the guys from the meatball shop. That was like a huge deal for a while, and now it's not that. Obviously, nothing's a big deal right now, but uh, not that big of a deal anymore, dude. Um, speaking of difficult sad sad things oh man <laughs> you're gonna do some sort of uh some yeah, sort of here transition we... here that i like go ahead like uh just talking about like puppies dying kittens falling out of trees what i want you to, i want to set the frame for what kanye west's campaign rally was like so he pulled out already didn't he Oh no, he still had a rally though. He still had he paid the thirty five thousand dollars or whatever it was, and uh, I forget where the rally was. But there's in it, there's video on the internet, and that's the most important thing. And to go along with that video, there were tweets uh, of the poor Yeet when he was uh, talking about uh, you know making claims that uh, Kim and uh, her mother were on their way down there to uh, to lock him up, which rightfully so. Uh, look, mental health is nothing to laugh about. Here's the problem with the Kanye West situation, right? Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of people. Who it was in Charleston, a, by the way. It was in Charleston. 
Charleston. Yeah. There are a lot of people who want to use uh, use him as some type of a figurehead about black conservatism, black conservatives. And, uh, you know, that's cool, man. Like, you know, there are, there's a lot more of that happening nowadays. But the problem with using someone like Kanye is you can't really use him as a foundational speaker for your movement because he's dealing with these underlying issues. Right. And when he's when he's not dealing with them appropriately, he's bound to go into a manic state. Anyone that's ever dealt with anyone in a manic state understands that, like, it's about maintenance and patience with someone that deals with that level of mental health, right? You want to be encouraging them to be talking to their physicians. You want to be encouraging them to take their medications and reporting anything that's going on weird with their medications. If they feel diminished and or they feel like there's a chance that they would abuse them or just straight up not take them. What's sad is that I believe that Kim Kardashian really loves this man. Which is a huge turning point for her, right? Like I've never Fair. seen her stick with stick with someone like the way she sticks with Kanye. So you know there's a real love there. It's sad to watch him go through this publicly because there at on at some points he's lucid and I almost understand the points that he's making. Sure. But then he starts to slip back into the ether. And right, it's it's sad to watch. So he was talking about uh gun control, topics like abortion, how yeah, it's you know, st- it's standard run of the mill uh political campaign yeah. topics for sure right and you know at one point uh you know he had a military grade uh bulletproof vest on i believe or some body armor of some sort or mock version there was a bulletproof know, vest military but grade. To, to, talk, yeah, vest. to say it's military grade there's so many bylaws and things that you yeah. have to like actually adhere to to make that sure that's military grade. but for sure it was in a uh it was in a bulletproof vest for sure yeah and uh he's uh you know i don't know what the organizers i thought once everything started to disintegrate folks uh, we're not going to link it down in our channel because I don't know how much longer it's going to be up on YouTube and I don't want that type of smoke. But if you do a quick Google search, quite possibly some of the saddest stuff I've ever seen. And to be completely honest with you, man, I was I'm stuck in a joking debate with a friend of mine other mm. than Zach. This is another person I debate with. Zach and I don't really debate so much as we uh, throw punches and kick each other when we disagree. That's about it. But <laughs> but I was trying to explain to him. He's like, I'm like Kanye's not exposing anything other than the fact that. He needs help, right? I would be more inclined to listen to anything he said when he's lucid. Like, man, as, as yeah. long as he's like, he's doing good. But I'm the type of person that doesn't want to kick him when he's down. But we got to keep him. Uh, I mean, we, they should. <laughs> his family has to like, we're looking at something like conservatorship at this point where someone gets a, <laughs> gets a legal hold on you where they can make medical and financial decisions for you. You think he's that you think he's that far gone? I think he's a step a few steps away, man, but like I'm not a you know, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a clinician, but I know that I've had to go kick in a few doors and drag people out who were in this state before and it's always ended the same exact way, a 3-week stay in a, a mental health cl- uh, clinic while they get themselves together. You know, I've never seen someone be allowed to be pub- to publicly speak on these subjects and be praised for it. And, you know, no one addressed the underlying issue. Now, again, what happens at home with his wife? I'm sure I'm, I'm positive if she loves the man, it's got to come up in conversation. Right. Yeah. So I would imagine it's it's, it's, it's frigging sad, bro. <laughs> it's absolutely I don't know what to do. And like people. Here's the thing. Right. So at one point, Fox News, you know, the most reliable source of news in America, they were just like all over the Kanye thing. And uh, Ben Shapiro famously said, uh, you live by the ye. You die by the year. And the minute he started saying something crazy, it's like the conservatives jump shit. Right? Yeah, you know? yeah. I do. So I, it's like, people are so quick and so 
I mean, gung ho, I guess is the right word to to put someone up in a in a political and uh, overall uh, manner and just worship these people and don't yep. really know what they're getting behind, right? Like if you, yep. especially the conservatives who probably don't know Kanye other than his like pu like public stunts, right? Yep. But like you know, clearly you do, and I I know a little bit about Kanye in, in you know in his career and, and as a producer and a rapper and such that um you know you don't trust someone that clearly is going through some sort of mental health crisis it's clear right whether it's he's go he's definitely swings between depressive and manic states fairly regularly you, you could kind of yeah. see that but um someone who is who's a loose handle essentially as much as Kanye is you can't really prop them up and give them the the platform almost right you, you can't really do that. It, it's unfortunate. You need to, you know, make sure that this person is well before we give him any sort of, you know, dreams of a political office or dreams of a uh, a following, really. And it's unfortunate, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, old Kanye, uh, music-wise, is, is, is amazing. amazing, right? As far as being a producer and, and a rapper and whatnot, but his his work as is, is being a producer is maybe some of the, the cleanest and some of the nicest uh, beats and and tracks and and mastering of oh, music absolutely. that I've ever seen, right? Oh, the, the guy has a the guy has a, a complete and utter like uh, knack for for music and and to see him outside of that and he probably doesn't have anything to focus on right now, so <clears throat> his mental state is allowed to do and wander and and be as it pleases. That it's it's really depressing to to see. I, I you know what's crazy is I give him props too for his business acumen because uh you know he at one point declared that he was not I don't think he said he was bankrupt but he said he owed quite a bit of money and now he's a bona fide liquid billionaire you know like I did yeah, not I did not I don't he said that right before he was declared a billionaire too though it was within, say, it was within it was months like of each before. other it was within months of each other I, I you you know I don't know what his investments were and what he you know he invested in I, I feel like he has invested in some really early tech startup but that could also be um to millionaire maybe was like a tech mogul or something one of those like weird obscure rappers was like a was like a fucking tech oh, mogul. millionaire yeah yeah Right. Is that is that the guy that is am I right on that? Yeah, who had yeah, like yeah, who had yeah. invested in like may, maybe not beats, but like some headphone like company startups, that, startups, startups, startups and, and made yeah. money off of it, right? Um yeah. fifty cent invested in vitamin, uh, water, vitamin water and made five or six hundred million dollars off of vitamin water or something. So like a lot of these guys get opportunities that you know the the average day person don't because they have money. Um yeah. but you know, he very well could have turned debt to a billion dollars in, in a year, but I you know I don't believe it as much as uh, as my, as my co-host Steven here does. Uh, here's the thing, right? So uh, I'm going to make a, a long point, and then I'm going to take a shot at someone, and we're all going to like go, oh, snap. So before we to, to go off of Zach's point, before you start propping someone up as like your political show doll, right, you should probably see if they actually conform to the ideologies you share in that political party. So Kanye does not actually – I don't actually think Kanye qualifies as a classical conservative or a contemporary conservative because he's not conservative in value and he's most certainly maybe he's conservative fiscally 
but he's more socially conscious. So he would be somewhere in between the middle where he's more of like a modern day uh, conscious. I, we would have to make a new category for him because he wants to deal with things in the community, right? You lose uh, me wa- at, uh, at when you start classifying <laughs> different types of conservative. This is how little I, I, Here's I the thing, Zach. About, uh, I made up all these terms. Someone that's, you know, Mears is probably sitting at home with his political science degree. Like, that's not how you say that. That's how we I, say it. Man. You very well could be. And I, <laughs> I, I right. don't fucking know. <laughs> I can't this, review any of it. This goes, <laughs> this goes to the point, right? Like the guy doesn't even believe the same things that you believe, and he can't articulate those points. I usually believe it's action, belief, and articulation of belief that you can really start to judge the fruit or something. Sure. So with that said, like Kanye does have a lot of great stuff that he wants to do in Chicago. He wants to deal with the gun violence within his own community, the city he grew up sure. in. He wants he wants to help people uh, get into college, give the opportunity to small businesses. The same like, shit uh, that LeBron's doing, right? Yeah, basically. So here's the problem with LeBron's that. doing uh, it. He's not okay. So yeah, LeBron's doing it, and, and Kanye uh, is Kanye's, talking about doing it. Kanye's struggling, but people want to prop him up. So if we're gonna deal with Kanye, we also have to deal. This is a bit of a straw man, but here it comes. I almost feel like this is like parallel to the Joe Biden situation, right? And the Democrats are sitting there like, like, man, this is the strong. best thing to happen to us, right? <laughs> like, the only hope is that country. if Kanye could actually run, people are dumb enough to vote for him and it splits the <laughs> vote from him and Trump and someone else gets in. That, that, that's the only hope, right? But <laughs> I mean, at this point, he can't even run, but it's like, I feel like the same thing is happening with Joe Biden, right? I feel like that he's like, you know, uh, a shell of a, a I don't, I don't want to call him a great man, but a man who has served in office for many many years you can you could say a lot about joe's political beliefs and what he's done historically but you know you got to give him the respect that he's been in the fight for quite some time right yeah. whatever side you fall on on that but now we got a, a different type of joe right we got a we got a joe that enjoys the balloons that comes down from the ceiling at the events maybe stares a little bit longer than he should. are, are you saying that, that joe <laughs> biden is becoming mentally deficient in his old age and easily uh, amused Oh, no, so that's ageism. You can't say anything like that. I'm saying that Joe Biden, you know, just take a quick look at his mannerisms. And, uh, you know, this is this is a man that I'm they say he might have some sort of uh, age related memory and cognitive yeah. uh, ability issues. All right. So is this is what you're saying, of, Stephen. I feel like you're being very offensive to this. This man He's not even here to defend himself. Listen. I'm down in the basement, and when your political team tells you, hey, Joe, best thing for your campaign, we're going to do all this stuff in the basement of your house from now on. There's something well, to he's that. he's a what? And a 79-year-old man that needs to you know, worry about the, the COVID? He's got to worry about the COVID and going off track, too. But Well, it's, it's a, yeah, he does trail <laughs> off. He's 77. I was wrong on his age, but you know, he does kind of trail. Oh, you're, you're, uh, you're independent politically, correct? Correct. Oh, yeah. So we're, you and I will be round up last when they put a gun to our head for our votes. <laughs> like I said, I can't vote in fucking uh, in primaries. It's annoying. I can't vote either. And thank thank God I can't vote in primaries. I mean, not not that I would. I voted in the last presidential election, but well, no. the Yeah, no, the last one. Yeah, the last one. Yeah, yeah. I won't put your feet to the, the fire because I, I know where your vote went without, without you even telling me. Do you? Yeah, you 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 strike me as a guy that's like uh, I'd rather burn my vote than bur- vote for these two. <laughs> like, no, you would you would be wrong. I voted against Trump. You voted against Trump? Absolutely. There's, the Lord and Savior. I, sorry, I voted against the Lord and Savior. Whoa, 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 whoa. That is 
the prophet. <laughs> I, I was wondering. There was one of two ways I could have went. You could have been like, uh, no, 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 <laughs> or yes, <laughs> His Majesty, His Royal Orange Highness. <laughs> Listen, so uh, like to, to, just to wrap up the Kanye thing, the, the tweets have been deleted since. But I, my wife, being the uh, the the hound for this type of stuff that she is, she got me everything. Like she found me all the original undoctored tweets and oh really and like screenshots yeah. and stuff that's amazing <laughs> and it's a uh, it's man like it, it goes as far as Kanye saying stuff like on my uh I don't I don't even want to give him a direct quote he's like on on my word everyone knows that uh, that movie Get Out was is about me uh my kid will never have a sex tape uh blah 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 holy Something shit. I, a shot at Chris Jenner, like you better stay away from my. You you're not allowed around my kids, and you keep that calm, that calm ye or something like that. I guess that's what they call her boyfriend, calm ye. It's craziness, man. But yeah, that's our third candidate, folks. So everyone, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, I'm going to be writing myself in for president, even though I'm not old enough to uh, officially run politically. But I, I'll get myself one vote in there, and you know, say that I did it. Say oh. that I did it. Once COVID wipes out the uh, the great generation, anyone's going to be able to run for office. After after Trump, the precedent has been set. You don't need to know anything about politics to get well, into I politics. Well, I mean, now. Reagan was the same way, right? Yeah, but no, Reagan had served in lower government. I think he was a congressman or a senator yeah, <laughs> before like, he became the president. Uh, but he was also a movie star, right? Let's be fair. He was the movie star. You know what's great about Reagan historically? Right, one minute they'll find something great about him, and then the next minute they'll find something horrible about him. <laughs> like he wrote. He his- went both ways, <laughs> both ways. <laughs> not sexually, folks. We're, we're, not, we're not throwing that. Well, out I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I've never around the man. He died in 04. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's that feels like forever ago. That's 16 years ago, dude. Holy shit. Man, I was, I was eight. my most active at, uh, in 04, man. I was having a good time. I was eight. It's playing <laughs> baseball, and that's it. <laughs> All right, man, let's get out of here. You, I can't. I, uh, t- tell me about topic one you got here, Zach. You always get the good stuff from. Oh, man. Oh, man. So I, you know, I dive deep in for these things, and, you know, I do a lot of research weekly. I mean, hourly before the podcast comes up. Um, <laughs> To, to get these items here there was and this is not like a, a huge topic but not even anything really substantial but some data miners went in and found some information on the new call of duty that's coming out really it was just names of map potential maps and and zombies maps and maybe some areas in the campaign but really not much more than that it really um it shows that the majority of the game is based in and around russia with uh some being in the u.s some being in um uh central and south america but really nothing more than that uh that i saw and i read through the entire article or whatever so not nothing crazy but they 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 do this every year right we haven't had a an announcement on call of duty yet my prediction you guys hear it here first uh the xbox conference on the 23rd i think it is i'm gonna look it up on my yeah 23rd on thursday there will be a call of duty announcement that's my thought, uh, and I think they're going to partner back with Microsoft potentially. Um, I think the next-gen consoles are coming out. It's usually about when the contract of exclusivity comes up. Um, so I think they're going to be partnering back with Microsoft, and that's kind of usually the way they go. They go back and forth. Um, 
I, actually, do you know about this? They partner. No. With, they partner with Microsoft, and they actually right now they're partnered with Sony. Generally, the content comes out there a month early. The league is played on that, right? So the league oh, is playing on PS4 right now, whereas last generation it was on Xbox 360. Um, so that's that's where we're sitting with that right now. Uh, my guess would be there will be an announcement for that. There'll also be a Halo announcement for sure. Halo Infinite, right. the new Halo game, will be announced, or at least we'll get some some information on it uh, at the Xbox conference, but. We haven't seen anything about Call of Duty this year other than some some slight data mining. So let me let me unpack let me see if you can unpack some of that for me. So in regards to the uh the partnership with Microsoft and then going to Sony, how does that affect the actual players? Does that mean like I would have to play on PS4 one year and potentially play on um, Mike on Xbox? Potentially. So, if you wanted the content deal breaker. If you wanted the content early, right? So right now when a DLC is released. Uh, I actually don't think it's really that case anymore. Actually, this this Call of Duty, um, they got some special survival game that no one gives a fuck about. Uh, but they get like the DLCs a month early on PlayStation or Xbox, depending on where the uh, where the the allegiance lies, right? Um, but really, uh, it doesn't really matter that much. Um, I pulled up the article with all the, the potential multiplayer maps in, but it's very vague. Black Sea, Cartel, KGB, Miami, Moscow, Satellite, Tank, Tundra. You know, I can't really derive anything from this other than the fact that Moscow, um, Tundra, KB, KGB will probably be uh, snow maps. I actually really like snow maps in Call of Duty. Um, okay. But, you know, that's about it. There's already confirmed that... Um, Firing range, Nuketown, Summit, and maybe another map will be back in this Call of Duty that came out 10 years ago now. Uh, they've been recycling those in every Black Ops game up to this point. Um, so we'll see where that goes. You know, Again, not very sure. I really do think that we're going to get an announcement on... Uh, um, on, on Thursday, because it's right here. It's all stems from a release of an alpha build for Call of Duty 2020, which was discovered on Xbox servers last week. So it makes me think that we're going to get an Xbox announcement. Uh, or with, We're going to get an announcement for Call of Duty with the Xbox announcement. We're like, I don't even know. Black Ops 4 was fully unveiled in May of 2018. This year, Modern Warfare was revealed in May, right? So hopefully we'll get something. You know, I'm, I'm always excited for the new Call of Duty as much as I say I'm going to hate it. I'm always excited for it. Yeah, well, you're a real fan, man. Like, listen, I, I'm excited for most of the things I love in life, and today disappoint me. Are you drinking a monster? Yeah. It's freaking 10:51 at night, man. I like to be my best, uh, the best version of myself for these shows, Stephen. I take this very seriously. I, <laughs> good point, man. <laughs> good, good point. <laughs> so, but my question before was actually, let me be more specific. Sure. So, what does that mean for the COD League? So, if the partnership is so one know. year that. Oh my and it's goodness. not yearly; it's per generation, right? Oh We're not sure if it goes back to Xbox. I'm not sure when the when the contract expires. I think it's this game, right? I used yeah. to be more up to date on this, um, but if next generation, it's it's they're partnered with Microsoft, then the game will be uh, will be the the league will be played on Xbox. Dude, I can I can't imagine so. We didn't actually do our what are you playing lately? I've been we playing Assassin's Creed sure. with this remote, right? But now this is because it's I only connected to my Oh, I, I like your Xbox remote better. I do uh, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well my I, um, my PlayStation remote matches your Xbox remote. There you go. 
Now, I could plug a PlayStation into my PC and play that way. But, but then you would have, have to, to download uh, PS4 tool and yeah. do it. But the Xbox controller nice. is just easier to do on a console or on a Xbox. Yeah, or on, a, on a PC. PC, thank you. That's the fucking word I was trucking. <laughs> but oh, I can't imagine shit. having to play COD with this thing. But I know there are some pretty sick COD players out there. All the pros play on a controller. You know, I know, but I can't imagine them playing on an Xbox controller, right? But that's it's cross-platform, they play. It's got to be. That's where this yeah. Oh my goodness. What no. I hope is if it goes back to Microsoft, I'm sorry, you had a bigger point here, I'm sure. Uh, no, is, no, no. is that they go to PC with a controller. That's mm. where I hope the COD League goes next. That means they can have better developed servers. Uh, the PC version of the game will be better developed. That's what I hope. That's what I hope we get. There's also a rumor that um, this game is it. Excuse me, isn't going to be on the Blizzard app like the other ones. They're switching nice. the platform again, going to the Microsoft Store. That would be much better. That would be way <laughs> worse. What are you talking about? No, no, I hate the Blizzard app, man. It's never done anything wrong to me. It's not sucking up. That's, resources I love computer. the Blizzard app. I have I, many reasons, I, but it looks like old school malware. Like I clicked on something in LimeWire, and that thing pops up and it's about <laughs> to show me stuff I don't want to see. Yeah, the eight-year-old does not want to see what's what's happening. <laughs> Well, here's the thing, man, about the datum. Oh, I had another question about this, go ahead, right? Go ahead. So we, we got some vague descriptions about the maps. Uh, if they do make an announcement for the, you know, this would be on the Series X. Uh, I'm just, I'm trying to wrap my head around this whole thing, right? We've done a lot of coverage on the Series X and the PlayStation 5. Sure. Now we can do, we can do more coverage on the PlayStation 5 now that we know what it actually looks like. Yada, yada, yada. But I just want to know how the game is going to be optimized for the new consoles, man, specifically for the Xbox Series X, uh, because it is going to be the more powerful console and what that gameplay so, is going to be like on there. So Dude, here's the thing of, of Call of Duty. This is why Call of Duty is amazing every single year. Not not amazing, but the, the technology of my Call of Duty is amazing. It will run at 60 frames per second all of the time, and the net code will be good. That's it. That's Call of Duty's core mechanics right there is always 60 frames per second even back to the xbox 360 right where it couldn't run anything else at 60 frames per second call of duty always runs at 60 frames per second on both both platforms it's not going to make a difference okay we got to go on a bit of a trail bender here okay uh do we want to oh, do we want to do the what have we been playing recently no, 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 i'm no, fine with no, that no, i'm fine no, you've been playing assassin's no, no, creed how are you enjoying no, assassin's creed no, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about uh, <laughs> I want to talk about the Xbox Series X and uh, Seagate doing their little releaser for the uh, expansion drive on there. Okay. Which, by the way, by the way, they they call proprietary in their partnership with Microsoft. So if you're reading the language for this thing, man, <laughs> I want to know how much this thing is going to cost <laughs> because it's like the build up for it on the website and the website just for oh, that gosh. one component. Okay. I'm, what do you guess? It's one terabyte, right? And it's supposed to be one terabyte NVMe, uh, PCI Express. I don't know how that works. If it plugs into a, an external port, I'm not. I'm not understanding. I'm not understanding. I'm sure there's a smarter mind, and they'll be able to. Okay. Just go, this is a. This is how it works. Go for it. You're the I'll, smarter. I'll mind. explain to you how it works. I can't see the way that it connects in, but if if you put it in some sort of protective case, but the bottom is still an NVMe slash PCIe um hard drive then you could plug it in essentially to the outside with a with a ribbon uh extender right so the way no, that it would gonna, work is that there would be going an, right in the back it's, it's going to plug right into in the, the back, back right like so you yeah. could visibly visibly see it on the outside 
Right. Yeah. So there's going to be a ribbon extender inside okay. that's connected to the board and then put up to the side of the case where you can just click in and it'll essentially okay. work as a, you know, a USB extender or something. That's yeah, that's how it, it would work. Yeah, you could do that with graphics cards too. You could do um PCI Express uh extension ribbons so that if you want your graphics card to sit a certain way in your case, you could actually do that uh by by using an extension ribbon. Are you on the site right now? I am on the Seagate site. Yeah, it doesn't really show anything. Um, that would be my my best guess. Uh, but I am reading through it a little bit, and and I can see where it says it plugs in the back. And you know, I don't. It looks way bigger um, in one side versus where it, the image it looks like in the back. But that would be my guess is that there's a ribbon cable, a ribbon connector inside that is used as an extension to the PCIe port on the board of some sort, for sure. What do you think? So it's the capacity is going to be one terabyte. Mm -hmm. What do you think this is going to cost? Four hundred bucks for that thing alone. It's a terabyte NVMe SSD, Steve. <laughs> uh, you know, I can look up what an actual terabyte uh, NVMe SSD costs. Uh, let's see. I'm going on Amazon. One terabyte NVMe. I don't, I don't know if it's going to find me anything. Uh, maybe no. Okay, maybe it won't be. Uh, a terabyte NVMe, um, the 970 Evo M.2 is one hundred and eighty dollars. So let's say let's say it'll cost one hundred and fifty bucks for a terabyte uh, SSD expansion. That's not bad. That's not bad. You know what we lose in all of this upgradeability. PlayStation is moving officially moving away from upgrade upgradeability. We'll never well, get it with consoles. Huh? We'll never get upgradeability in consoles. Oh, uh no, no, with the PlayStation, you could at least update the drive. That's it. That's all you could update, but you could update it to Fair. an SSD. Yeah, you know, but now that's gone too. But with this, this is I don't know, Zach, man. I, you know, I never thought I was gonna live this long, and now this stuff is starting to creep me out, man. Memory cards are making a full comeback. That's a memory card. I was bro. literally gonna say it looks exactly <laughs> like a memory card that used to have for my PS2. I wish I still had one of them laying around. That was they were so fun. Oh man, the original hacks, which I never participated in, and I am not incriminating myself on anything. If Sony is listening, I've never modded any of your systems. But the original, oh, like hacks, the, like the Game heard, Sharks or whatever. No, the homebrew. So we're, we're going to go a little bit deeper than Game uh... Shark. One of the first homebrews you could do, you would load on to a memory card for a PS2, okay. and you would just keep your fingers like this because you could click on it sometimes, and it would say corrupt. Other times, you would be able to load that. <laughs> well, that like was this. most things with the PS2, though. And then other times you would click on it and that'd be the last time that PlayStation never turned on. Holy <laughs> so, shit. <laughs> wow. It was that bad, huh? Yeah, I was never into that, dude. I was never into that at all. When I played but, PS2, I just wanted to uh I just wanted to play Tony Hawk. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. I'm 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 uh I'm psyched for this Xbox uh expo. I just want to see what, what else they're gonna bring to the table. They got a little catching up to do because I called this a little while ago, man, in regards mm -hmm. to this whole PlayStation and Xbox thing. I was like, Xbox came out with a lot of information, and usually with marketing, that means that there's something that the other team has where they're like, hey, we got to get out front. We got to give the best impression about it. It's amazing that Sony comes in with the weaker console on paper. Not much weaker, but a few teraflops behind. They always have. Go ahead. <laughs> yep, always have. And yet again, somehow, the buzz factor around it, after waiting months for the reveal, was widely received very warmly. People loved it. Or there were some people who did hate the way it <laughs> The console wars, essentially, is what I'm going to refer to them as, uh, never made sense to me, right? Yeah. I always bought the console where my friends were going to play, right? That's you it. Know, and when I, when I switched to PC, I, I paved the way for, you know, all of my friends to be, you know, all two of them to be uh, PC players 
after that. So, you know, you pick the platform your friends are going to be on, right? And that's what yep. most people do. Why It doesn't matter. You know, the Xbox is always going to be statistically the the more powerful console. But what does that mean, right? A yep. console is... is is not a PC, you know. The more powerful console isn't going to make the video, the games load faster. They're not going to make the games run better, right? It's because they all fucking, they all are developed the same exact way for essentially the same platform. So they're going to be yeah. pretty much the same on either side. You know, I would really be interested to see what the developer kit uh, OS is like, the UI before, and you know, it gets the bloatware and stuff. So yeah, that's my that's my opinion on the console wars, man. Um, they're stupid. You're going to pick the platform where your friend plays. Uh, you know, now you won't even have to do that for much longer because everything's going to be cross platform. So it doesn't matter, man. This what the moral of the story is buy a PC. Buy yeah. a PC, download World of Warcraft, and join the online adventure. Don't do that part. Future proof <laughs> your PC, man. Uh, Not even. There's no such thing as future proofing in the PC, in the PC world, uh, right? I, I, I think I think there's a, I think there's a ceiling. We've talked about this before. Where you can because we were talking about like if I upgraded to a Ryzen nine, mm -hmm. then there's no point for me to upgrade for quite some time, depending on what the game encoding and. Like, here's the real, like here's that. a real question, right? And this is this is always my question of whether or not you should upgrade. Do you have any issues running any of the games that you have currently? No, man. No, I don't have any this, issues. This right now is the peak for what games have demanded from PCs, right? And it always yeah. will be, right? Every year, it's going to get slightly more demanding. The games are going right. to be bigger. The games are going to be more detailed. It's going to be 8K coming up soon, right? Yeah. Until your PC gives you an issue for the thing that you're trying to do, it is the best PC you've ever owned. Hey, listen, uh, I can tell you about some of my music-making PCs where I was just like, <laughs> Fruity Loops is going to open today. I got a good feeling about this, guys. It never opened. <laughs> where uh, are we coming from all right i would really i really would like to see the developer kits for it but at any rate man we'll see what this xbox uh seminar is gonna look like and i'm actually i played call of duty after you stopped playing and mm -hmm. i because i really wanted to like immerse myself in it and then i downloaded warzone i was playing on my own and stuff and that's when i really decided like this is not really the game for me it is extremely fast paced and you know, I don't know the people I'm playing right now because no one I know is playing. Sure. So I, I don't, I don't know what they're saying or what they're doing. But uh, like anyone else, I'm gonna get it for content on this channel, and I'm gonna play it, man. So <laughs> here is the issue with this this Call of Duty. This is where it really went wrong. I'm I'm beating the deadest of dead horses right now. You don't even you don't have to say it, buddy. Remember what your therapist said. It, you it's have to it's let, the skill based it matchmaking, man. It, <laughs> it, it it ruins experiences for like if we wanted to play together, right? I am in in a higher elo bracket than you are right you're a brand new player on a brand new platform have never played the game before right so you're on the lowest of the low right and it's yeah. not and no nothing and not a knock yeah. against you but you're just starting out right you would progress up fairly quickly I, i'm confident in that but you're on the same level as the the you know the the 70 year old dad who's trying to fucking you know play games with his kids because it's the only way he could you know have any sort of relationship with them in their life right where they're just gonna play three hours a week and that's it the super super casual right rest in peace gaming with a dad well you know it happens um <laughs> and I was up on I was on the other side where you know Black Ops Four I I, I master procedures the highest level you could get like before the new year right like I'm in the I'm in the opposite bracket. And for us to play together, you either have to rise up to my level or I have to lower to your level. And yeah. one of those, both of them ruins the experience for one of the players. Right. Yeah. 
if I'm playing against people who, who don't know how to shoot back 24-7, it gets boring, right? Like, winning that much gets boring uh, and not having any sort of level of competitive in a, in a competitive game. But then when you're also, you can't move without dying, that, that also sucks on both ends. And that's why skill-based matchmaking is awful. You know what, man? Uh... I know it becomes boring really quickly, but the question is how quickly? Like, if I'm better at someone and something, I'm just like, <laughs> like it's fun for right, each 12 but rounds, like, uh, and yeah. then it's not fun anymore. Dude, like, you know how long? How long is it fun to outgrapple uh, an eight-year-old? Right? Oh, it, it never stops being fun. <laughs> <laughs> that look in their eyes when they realize how weak they are—you're just like, this is <laughs> no, but like, no. It, you know, it's fun for a while, and it's fun to do every once in a while, right? Like pub stomping is a lot of fun. You know, a few what, hours I'm a sorry, week, what? pub stomping, public match stomping, oh, yeah. just murdering people. Right. That's fun. But like, it's also fun, like once a night, twice a night. And then really the fun was is if you get in a game that's slightly competitive or that someone's doing something different, that's that's different. But I don't want to have to, you know, 24 seven. If I logged in the modern warfare right now, I am fucking playing against like people who are like crackheads when they shoot. It's just like. Uh, the fucking they see everything they play everything and it's just not always fun you know yeah. i like i like competition in games but there's a time and place for it i like slaughtering things in games but there's a time and place for it right and i'd like a happy medium yeah i mean that's why you just go ahead and play rainbow six it's the greatest game ever made oh. uh <laughs> oh one of the most toxic games ever made and you know my opinion on toxic <laughs> games listen you know what's toxic being a protester out in Colorado and then a strange van pulls up to you, grabs you and says in Portland, Portland. Is it you, Portland? Yeah. It's not Colorado. Same it's thing. Oregon. All, <laughs> in, case, in, case, in case you don't know this about me, all these other places outside of the great state of New York where we don't matter to after Canada, after, we le- after Canada, after yeah, they, they, Canada, they kicked us out actually. <laughs> they don't matter. But yeah, so we got some interesting stuff going on with the federal agents. They're actually the feds themselves. People mm-hmm. were saying, uh, yeah, military soldiers as well. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to dig to the bottom of this, but as far as I can discern, it's the feds <laughs> and they're grabbing people up from what I've seen. Yep. Unmarked. Yeah. They're not, you know, announcing themselves or, or giving you any sort of information. They're just coming and grabbing people and then uh, throwing them into the fucking van and taking them off to some unknown place. So this is where you start to get to the point of like, I beg for consistency from people who would qualify themselves as progressives and liberals. I'm like, hey, man, you got to be if you're, you know, you got to be consistent here. You got to look at it there. This is one of those things where I would look at conservatives and I was like, so here we are constantly talking about the Bill of Rights. We're already talking about, uh, you know, our, our precious freedoms. And sure. this is a clear violation Right. This is a clear violation of those freedoms, especially if you're being denied due process within the state, uh, within the country. Mm-hmm. So all everything I'm about to say is speculation. I do, I'm not one of the people that get grabbed up. But, you you know, you, you're supposed to be your charges are supposed to be explained to you what you're possibly being taken in for. You're supposed to be taken somewhere where you can. And this is where it gets really wonky because that's just with the police. Right. So there's a. But I also believe that the police have to identify themselves as what form of agent or whatever organization that they're from. Right. Uh, so that de- it depends. This is where we start getting into these gray areas. So I think the feds have to identify themselves. The as police well. definitely do. Police definitely Fed. do. Yeah, the feds I'm not definitely sh- do. I'm not sure how it goes in regards to your legal rights once you're in custody, depending on what agency picks you up. So this is just weird. This is just weird, man, because these we're talking about American citizens. And no matter how you describe it, like, so 
I need people to understand what a real anarchist is versus some confused kid that's picked up a banner and a slogan, right? A real anarchist is out there, not even really out there. They're behind the scenes causing this type of drama, causing this type of trouble and strife. The people that are being picked up, man, might not know their right foot from their left foot. And it's scary to see this type of stuff happen in America without due process, without the Miranda, you know, because it sets this weird precedent, man. It's like what's happening in this country right now. So this is not the most articulate argument I've ever made, but I'd be willing to debate any conservative that was willing to come on this show how this is 100% un-American by their standards. I'm not even going to argue what my standard of America is. I'm going to show you what your widely accepted standard of how things are supposed to be happening in America, how this is absolutely wrong, and it's unjustifiable, especially since we're talking about American citizens. And in this instance, we're talking about non-combatant non-armed mm-hmm. protesters peaceful We're not protesters. talking about, yeah even if they're burning down a building that is for the local police to deal with it's not for federal agents or quite possibly the military yeah they look very it. militant <laughs> and to be am, am i making sense like can you see how that's a huge no, inconsistent yeah. problem like yeah. absolutely and here's also the issue right this is the this is what was happening in china during it is happening in china during the hong kong protest um it would happen many places around the world during many different protests right is that we see this here in america and go that'll never happen here that is, that is despicable that is something that would never happen here we have a much better uh discourse than that and then no it is absolutely it yeah. is um yeah. the same thing with uh police police officers and such running into civilians and then taking the civilian down and arresting them it's the same thing that's happening all around the world you know it, it's crazy to me to think that the people in hong kong and the people in portland let's say right they do not communicate right at least police officers i would assume don't communicate unless there's some sort of weird social or uh, fucking gathering um but they all act in very similar manners in very similar situations yeah yeah and it's uh it's 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 getting it's it's getting it's already beyond the point of where like you know if you just told me when COVID started that uh Ahmaud Arbery was gonna happen I'd have been like you're crazy because what's COVID and then if you have told me that Ahmaud Arbery and COVID were gonna lead into Floyd George yeah. Floyd I would have said you're even crazier not that police brutality or unjustified killings couldn't happen anywhere but uh but if you told me what the outcome of all these things happening at the same time was going to be (laughs) yeah i would i I did not have that on my 2020 bingo sheet for sure no like i for everyone to be locked in their houses to witness all these things happening concurrently has definitely had an effect and then everyone starts coming outside again and i thought the protests were dying down apparently there's just not enough coverage by uh, the media anymore so it's still happening yeah, it's, in it's old news now what does it matter exactly and and that's the crazy thing about it but what we're talking about here is we're talking about consistency and like man i i don't know if this is a last ditch effort by trump to drum up more support because a lot of people think his campaign his present uh is a second term is in real danger i'm dude, not sure i'm not sure i buy that dude i'm not sure i buy it at all i think the democrats as per usual are getting ahead of themselves and they're going to politicize this as well. But this is something I don't think needs to be politicized. This is something that needs to be called out sincerely and said it needs to stop. It needs to stop now. The same way I would call out to protesters or anyone uh, siding with Black Lives Matter and saying that the burning down of communities and personal and private property needs to stop. That that need that needed to stop. It has to stop. 
but this most certainly needs to stop as well because you, mm-hmm. you're heading down a path that's like we're heading down a path as a country that's that's pretty scary dude yeah man <laughs> we're heading down a, a real divide and i don't think honestly don't think the country has ever been more divided than it than it really truly is right now right i, I know I you don't like the group of black lives matter but but the overarching message that you know that uh, police uh, anti-police brutality and you know to 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 you know to say that you know there are other people in this country than than the protected classes right yeah. you know that that is really the core of what the most of the hashtag black lives matter means and that's what most people think of it as um and that's super important uh, i just yeah. want to note that because there was a there was a difference between, between the, 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 the movement and the organization there we go um 100%. the country definitely right now has never been more divided right uh, yeah. i don't know if Hillary being in office, if Bernie being in office, if Trump being in office would have squashed any of this, right? But yeah. this stuff probably would have still happened in the same circumstances. But yeah. really what we needed was a leader that has empathy, like a show empathy, and would come yeah. out and say, hey, you know what? You know, Black lives do matter. You know, there's there is a there's a systemic racism, you know, all across the country, and, and that needs to be worked on, right? That would have fucking stopped, I, I bet you, 90% of the protests. Right. And yeah, just, you, uh, just acknowledgement is what you're just saying. Acknowledgement Even if and showing empathy and showing that, yeah, you know, there is something wrong and that we do need to work on it. Right. And moving yeah. along that path would have would have, you know, done a lot of things instead of co- coming out in support of fucking Goya beans. Um, like that's what we could have done. You know what? You know who for a fact would have done and, and handled this better? Obama would have for sure. Right, because he was a better orator. He was a he was a better he was a, a, he was better, a better politician, a better sure. statesman, a better politician, and is a man who showed empathy. Uh, you yeah. know, did we briefly cover the fact that uh, was it Martha Trump or whatever the um, the, uh, niece. the niece of Donald Trump yeah. uh, wrote that book, and it was really it was really eloquent. And I read a passage yeah. from it. You know, you know, talking about how that extremely intelligent woman. Yeah, she seems very intelligent. Uh, yeah. And reading a passage that um, really explains why Trump has no empathy and such, and, and it it makes a lot of sense but that's not something we need in a politician who's going to run the country who is in charge of you know dealing with these protests essentially right and, and you know not yeah. squashing them but acknowledging and i don't know man it, it, we're again we're being another dead horse here but it, yeah. it, it really is so absurd uh, the fact that again comes out in support of goya fucking beans uh fake fucking mexican food that isn't real Right, it's all. But, it, most of it's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. I like the fucking goya beans. I was gonna say, how dare you? That stuff is gold. Sometimes <laughs> some of it's very good, but it's still fake Mexican food. It was it was made in the U.S. Right. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. Right. So there's a. I don't know. I meant to bring this up to you the other day. I was gonna send it to you. Uh, so the Bodega's uh, Association in uh, New York. It's about like. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I didn't know like, they had an association, dude. Dude, this is, this I is hope a, that was a joke because that's hilarious. No, this, is a, this is a real thing. They came out in support of the uh, not Trump, but in support of the owner of Goya. Now we're talking about like the we're talking about very deep roots in the Latino community, uh, yeah. uh, Puerto Rican, Dominican, and uh, El Salvadorian, and I think some instances uh, Mexican community in New York as well. And uh, they came out in support of the Goya Goya the company, not even the the owner. And they were like, you know, for years we're talking about a company that has paid relief. Sure. To certain countries and provided services. And I think what you and I are always talking about is there is at the root of all the partisanship, there's an actual truth that we need to get back to that some of these things are good 
and some of them are mm-hmm. inherently flawed. And Trump is not only the result of an inherently flawed system, he's someone that knew how to take advantage mm-hmm. of that. He, he absolutely knew how to take advantage of that. And that's why, like, I think he's not going to lose again. I don't and, think like, he is, man. I, 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 you know, me and Zach are going to be watching the apocalypse from my house with the popcorn on the roof. I will shoot anyone that comes on the property I, after November I, 6th. <laughs> Oh, I'm wait, thinking, what am I about? I'm thinking we're uh, not going to be able to leave our houses. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're still all going to be here, but um, <laughs> I, it's absurd. One of the states just came out and said that everyone can do absentee ballots this year without any issues. Arizona, yeah. Alabama, one of the A states, I believe. Um, Arkansas, whatever, fucking, no, Arkansas doesn't count. Um, so, yeah, one of those states, but yeah, we'll be watching it. We'll, we'll be keeping an eye on it. I we're hate. Do a 20, I we're hate. Do a 24-hour show. I'm taking a day off. We're, we're, we're hopefully by then we'll be able to live stream on YouTube. But we're going on Zach's Twitch channel, taking don't, that thing over. <laughs> don't tempt me, man, because I could do a 24-hour stream and just talk bullshit the entire time. Uh, but if we do that, we have to do a portion of it where we do a tier list of fast food. Because I swear to God, that would take eight hours with us. We would have conversations about. We should do that as a video, actually. Now that I'm thinking of it, but um, yeah, man, I. But it's really it's really hard for me to support a, a president who comes out in support of, of a known sex trafficker before uh, he comes out in support of his own people, right? The people so, who are, are hurting and and have been in these systematic, uh, you know, poorly developed, uh, undereducated areas, and comes out in support of Jislaine. What the fuck? How do you say that name? Jelaine? Uh, Jislaine? Maxwell? The fucking Jelaine. Uh, that's sure, the the, the, sex, <laughs> the 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 human sex trafficker uh, facilitator for Jeffrey Epstein and conciliary, right? Yeah, he was a conciliary before. You know, that's a good word. Um, he comes out in support and says that he's met her a few times and that I hope she does well. It is so disgustingly absurd to me that he could say that but can't say. You know, hey man, we acknowledge the Black Lives Matter matter movement and and come out in support of that. It, it's actually it's disgusting, is really is what it is. Here's the thing: I can't, I cannot understand. I do not understand why he thought that was a good idea, and I don't understand the context. Like it's like, if, I can tell you, I can tell you why. But go ahead, good, good. please. I I can see it. If you can help me get to sleep tonight, please explain it to <laughs> because me. in his head. She'll never be in trouble for the things that she's up for, right? right. She'll either die or or get away scot free, so it doesn't matter to him, right? And this will, and this is just another thing that he says, right? It's just another yeah. thirty second news cycle. Hey, it comes out in support of the sex trafficker. All right, on to the next thing, right? Like yeah. that's that's essentially is what it is. Is the things that he says aren't scrutinized, aren't taken really into consideration by anyone other than you know people who are have. A, a sensible uh, amount of intelligence, right? Um, right? And he sees her probably as a friend, right? And as as a as a potential ally. That's it's why. A- that's why what he says it doesn't matter because he's he's so full of himself that anything he says is is, is gold anyway. So the cr- the crazy thing about her situation right there, and I, I think that was completely accurate what you said. Uh, the crazy thing about this though is right. So we're now we're we're touching the the closest guys like us and the general public will ever see to the inner workings of evil here on earth i do believe in a different manifestation of evil that goes along with my worldview i believe there are things more insidious that drive the world but this is like this is getting there right so we're talking we just examined epstein 
and what it takes to have come into the money that he's come in, he, that he came into whatever he did to get the money off of that other dude that's scary and then, like and then for him to have been where he was for so long and i'm being vague because i think everyone should do their own personal research on it and then to his demise in prison which basically hey by the way Whatever happened to all those hearings and court trials, right? So no big deal. Dude exactly. Died. It's, <laughs> dude, it's, here's the issue, right? Is we're looking at like uh, people who were friendly with, with the elite of the elite, right? Yes. The uh, the people who fucking run multi billion dollar corporations, like like the people who are in power in different countries and princes and kings and and you know political figures and there were you know cameras in every single room of his uh, of his island and and he caught so many people doing disgusting things because he was he was able to facilitate and and harbor sex slaves right yeah man i don't know where to begin on the fact that he was murdered right mm-hmm. And this woman should fear for her life. Maxwell, I'm going to call her from now on. Maxie, you know, since we're on a first name basis. Um, They they are going to get to her too, right? If you have enough power to cover up, I don't even know. I bet you thousands of hours of of high-level people and elites, I will call them, uh, you know, doing acts with underage people, right? If you can cover that up before a fucking, you know, a international government agency sanctioned raid on that island, then there is no way that Epstein didn't get murdered. And this woman is probably had the same fate. Yeah, it's like you serve the vices of the elite for so long. It's like they're going to help protect you to keep feeding their vices, their appetites for those type sure. of things until they don't need you anymore. But I'm sure, like you said, he had uh, some dirt on all of them. And so, so now here we have it. So we, what her involvement, you know, she was his counselor for years. It actually turns out that she was his ex-lover and girlfriend for a while. Too. Sure. She was and, the, uh, she was the known sex trafficker, right? Yes. She was the one that was harboring recruiter, uh, recruiter yeah. and, and harboring all of these fucking poor people. Access to, her, access to his financial files. Uh, uh, only probably the only other person in the world with access to his financial files, potentially. Yeah. Right. Yeah, other than, other than the group we're going to talk about here in a second. Sure. And, the crazy thing is especially for trump to wish her well so there's speculation and that's all we have at this point but you know there are the pictures of trump and epstein at whatever event it was multiple events multiple Multiple events events and and they were they were just piling up yeah i I don't get that man politically as a political animal and i think this is why he does so well is because people for some reason resonate with his i i don't know i kind of almost threw up in my mouth a little bit there people resonate with his uh his ability to be so uncouth and just say things and it's like well that doesn't matter and they take they just turn a blind eye to other sure. things but this was just an idiotic statement from someone that's supposed to be a political animal and i i think that's the only thing that's different about him is that he's not a politician he's just a sleazy businessman and i guess he right. i think he's awful really businessman at that to be fair yeah yes 100% i think he just understands the i think like jeff like epstein He's one of those people that understands how people work. And those type of people always thrive in sure. situations because they know what you're looking for before you even know what it's, you're looking for. This chick, if she doesn't die in custody, that's going to be an amazing thing. For it, the yeah. world. For the world. But here's the yeah. issue, right? Is 
Epstein wasn't the only one and isn't the only one acting as this kind of, uh, um, I mean, I don't even know what I want to call him. Uh, You know, he's not the only person doing this, right? No, absolutely. There are many other Epsteins and probably ones that have more power than he did, right? Higher and lower, yeah. Higher and lower. And he just happened to be the one that got caught. I, I don't even know how that all went down. The crazy thing to me is I don't know if you've ever seen the footage of this of um, the before and after of his islands uh, before the raid and after the raid. Um, oh. So there are pictures of, of like overhead like aerial pictures of like you could see through the windows and see computers right and like see oh, all okay. sort of stuff and then like pictures right before the raid happened where the fucking island is desolate. Right. There are no computers left. There are no like anything left within the island. And they had gotten all that stuff out before they got a raid. Like, they were tipped off that a raid was happening. Like this stuff is all covered up and, you know, computers destroyed and hard drives destroyed. And I'm sure it's backed up somewhere. I, I'm, I'm a thousand yeah. percent positive of that. But, dude, it, it's so crazy to me is how deep the Epstein stuff honestly really goes. And to imagine there, there is someone out there who is like, twice as powerful of epstein and no one's yeah. ever heard his name yeah and oh, that's the scary part to think that there are people that are able to facilitate that type of thing just like there are people that are able to facilitate 9-11 and it doesn't take much that's the crazy thing like as our infrastructure after our infrastructure grows and technology grows you assume that these things become more uh, high tech but you know evil is evil man mm-hmm. it doesn't take more than the willfulness of other people to do the bidding of an evil person that's all it really takes is some a few well-placed people to do what you're trying you want to do and so that that brings us to the federal judge uh what is this Uh, before we get into that do you know yeah 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 yeah, go for it do you know who who uh maxwell's like uh you know what her background is no what is it please i believe her father robert maxwell is one of the original uh Man, I, I want to say, what was the Israeli um, CIA? Prime no, oh, Mossad. Yeah, he Mossad. was one of the original guys in Mossad, and I believe he was also one of the people who had set up uh, really the uh, the actual state of Israel and had had a part in that. And he was he was a he was an insider, right? And that's uh, that's the that's the yep. life that she comes from. Yeah, it says here, Ian Robert Maxwell, MC, was a British media uh, proprietor, member of parliament, member of parliament, suspected spy and uh, fraudster. Yeah. Yeah. That's where that's where her her background comes from is she was uh, she was raised in a in a a, a socialite elite family. Yeah. Right. And that's where she comes from. And that's why she was able to facilitate a lot of these things. It's weird, man. I remember one of the jobs I was doing in the city. Uh, I was dropping a client back off to his home, and uh, <laughs> I got two versions of the story, but they usually paid me back my expenses right at the end of the night or the end of the week. And normally it was totally cool. I would come up to the, you know, come up to the castle, and they would, uh, oh, ha, ha, your receipts, please, and mm-hmm. give me back my uh, my poor person's money. <laughs> you know, I take my crumbs and be happy with them. Sure. Uh, but this night they were like, "Hey, we're just gonna send it down in the envelope. Uh, send him up in the uh, the elevator, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow." I was like, "Okay, that's weird." Yeah, because right. they were, they, but not weird because they were hosting guests. I'm totally cool with that. Uh, but when I talked to him the next day, and they keep, I always take it with a grain of salt. He was like, "Yeah, there were a bunch of people up there that wouldn't have liked to see a you know a person of your complexion walking into the house wow. during their dinner party." And it, what the race thing. That's neither here nor there. I always wanted to know who was up there. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I right. was wondering who, He's like, I was I just wanted to know who was up it's there. Like David Duke like, himself was up there. <laughs> he's just like, like Whoa. well, y'all, y'all listen here, I enjoy a good crab cake. <laughs> I assume that's how David Duke sounds. I've never heard audio tapes. Of I haven't either, but <laughs> holy shit, that's funny. Okay, so as we go deeper and deeper down there, I mean, I'm starting to get a little scared, a little anxious down there. Oh, I love this. This is, <laughs> dude, we can go deeper, man. This is all the shit that we I should, like. we should, we should have had mirrors on here for this, man. We He's can, like, we definitely can. <laughs> we should give Mantis back on. Uh, so, uh, how do you pronounce this poor woman's name? Um, where is it? It is okay. Yeah, yeah. The judge, the judge, uh, Salas. I forget her first name, Esther, Esther. Esther? Yeah, Esther, Esther Salas, man. Um, this is a crazy situation. So she was set up, the long and short of it, to be the judge. What the? Fortnite? Oh, okay. She was set up to be the judge that's going to go over and prosecute the bank that the Epstein was involved in that was like laundering the money and helping other insidious people launder money and keeping their funds hidden. And, she, you know, the other night, july 19th in new jersey a gunman shows up to her house pretending to be a fedex driver shoots her son kills him then critically uh shoots the uh the her husband who's still last time i checked still not in a good way in, in critical condition but couldn't find her she was held up in the basement but intriguing about this is like that she's involved in the entire epstein thing and she was not involved like peripherally in a small way a judge that was going to be hearing hearing the case against the his very his bank. finances right against his yeah. finances yeah yeah and uh so then they find so at first there wasn't much information on the shooter you know that's all they had and you know the conspiracy theories ran deep they caught up with the guy so this is where I believe the story, but the spin is too, it's too easy, right? Okay. So apparently this guy that, uh, and I'm not going to say his name. You got any, any of our listeners, you can look him up. Um, apparently he was an anti-feminist and he was also uh, a small claims lawyer. He is smart. He had filed many lawsuits against uh, people over the years who were feminists and, uh, you know, pushing back against what he, was, he thought was the feminist right infringing on the rights of okay. men and uh stripping us of our manhood one peg at a time and uh he had filed many suits against her i too i believe i understood that correctly and so that's how that went down so subsequently he finally got her address showed up to her house after years of being around doing this type of stuff he finally found it he had also been recently get this diagnosed with terminal cancer as well and decided to go out in the bang and uh yeah wow yeah and uh so that just seems all right folks listen i'm put your tinfoil caps on right? does that not seem like the cover story was like like even as a plant that seems too convenient like this it's guy has very been, uh, convenient uh, this guy has been I, he is 100 the gunman but it's like how easy would it have been to turn and flip someone that was already against this woman to give him just a, as the joker said in the dark night give him a little push you know, yeah. <laughs> give him a little push. And uh, I, 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 there were some other situations that some of my friends put me on to, like where there was some other stuff going on. But like, yeah, I think this is going to be one of those situations where anyone that touches it, anyone that's near it, you know, weird stuff like this is going to keep happening. Again, it's, it's, you know, what do you deal with the political elites like this? And, you know, I, I know from experience with, you know, dealing with all my political elites, um, it, yeah. it is, you walk a fine line between, uh, randomly dying and succeeding and, and becoming a billionaire, right? Yeah. And 
I, there are there has been you know politicians and judges and um journalists that have all got the wrong side of this and this guy yeah. was just clearly just a a pawn in the game of of you know making sure that these people either die or, or don't succeed right yeah. and and that's unfortunately where where this stuff has gotten and it's you know if you know anything about political discourse and in many of the countries around the world including our own that some people die for the causes yeah. for the for the the effects for for whatever reason and this will be the way that it happens forever and it'll be the way that it has happened forever right you know even back to caesar with a knife in his back oh man historically what they did to that poor guy in brutus man like there's obviously no one can prove any of this stuff i think the show rome had the best spin on it where brutus was basically turned by his own mother and uh, the rest of the senate horrible to think that that's how that went down if you haven't seen rome i don't want to give it up much more than that but yeah i 100 agree with you man like so here's the crazy thing about this there's another element to this too so before we found out who the shooter were the shooter was uh this woman's husband the judge he's also a defense attorney so people were speculating was it some case of someone you know retribution for something he didn't do or didn't may have done but that's where we're at with this whole thing man and uh it's it's crazy because when I think about other stuff, you brought up the press. It brings me back to that poor uh, poor guy, the reporter. For, I believe it was the Post uh, that was killed by the Saudis. Remember, he was in the consulate. And they yes, chopped him up. and they chopped. And there's apparently there's a recording of that somewhere, and I've not been able yeah, to find it. Um, it's a it's a recording that was done by his watch, his Apple Watch of all yeah. things, and uploaded to the cloud of, <laughs> and, of uh, him literally getting chopped up and dismembered yeah. and taken out in briefcases and, and distributed uh amongst uh, the fish I, I guess you know yeah. that's that one's bad um there's obviously the one uh that had dirt on the the clintons the guy from dc that yeah. was labeled a suicide with two bullets at the back of his head um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, there's that's been very many many times that people commit suicide with two bullets at the back of the head um yeah yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It always will be when, when you're dealing with these people who have so much power that, you know, essentially anyone will look up to and, and listen and and admire, really, right? Yeah. The same thing happens in fucking Hollywood, right? Yeah. Same thing happens in, in you know, top tier and, and beyond musicians, right? Like, all yeah. of this stuff happens in the elite of the elite, including politics, including whatever. So... Yeah, you know, it's disgusting. It really is, but yeah, it's uh, the big, it's the big fish, little fish syndrome, and like you know that, that insidious web that leads up to power. This is the thing I really want to focus on here. So there, someone said something on that show. I like to watch uh, the Hill Rising in the morning, and I like to watch those guys because one is a you know a, a new age conservative, and the other one is a, a progressive. So you get this kind of bipartisan opinion and you just get the facts on things. You know, they, they like to report facts and then they'll give their opinions. But he was talking about something that I really thought was interesting, which is that once judges start getting killed, right, once we start killing the I don't want to call them the underpinnings of the very found the blocks. Yeah. <laughs> of a dem uh, democratic society. But if you think about when you go back to uh, when they outlawed liquor right and the mob was at its highest they were able to run around and do things that were just unheard of and now we're sure. almost back in that same place where it's like 
if a judge can be killed, someone that's supposed to be the rep, supposed to be, not saying that they are, the representation of rule and law, and they can so easily be killed, something, something, something's gone drastically wrong. And once again, we're back to my favorite term. It's friggin' scary. <laughs> it's friggin' yeah, scary. I, I forget whose quote it is, but it's uh, no one, no one's too big or too small to get killed. Absolutely. You know, I, I don't remember whose quote it is. You know, I'm probably butchering the quote, but it's it's essentially true, right? Yeah. And yeah, I, you know, it, it's very scary and very, very, very weird to think about. Yeah. Comment below. Let us know your best Epstein if you feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> if you feel uh if you, if you feel comfortable let us know what you think and then uh to end the night on uh a much much higher note. <laughs> like the darkness that exists here take me through this Zach. Who, what, what what is happening right now this guy's having a midlife crisis what's going on <laughs> so logic announced that he, he's coming out with his last album right. uh no pressure i believe is, is the is the name of the the album it's coming out this week i think um, okay. And he just decided that he signed a multi-million-dollar exclusive deal with Twitch, and he's going to be Twitch. What? He's going to be Twitch live streaming as a as a full-time profession. They gave him Doc's money. They got rid of Doc. They gave him, him all of Doc's money and Ninja and Shroud's money. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yep. Have you ever tuned into his uh, his stream before? Nope. It's probably still won't. <laughs> <laughs> don't really care that much some of his music is good some of his music is not great so that's something i'm gonna I, i'm looking forward to our special guest this friday and i'm gonna hold him to the fire on that because when someone tells me to go listen to someone's music mm -hmm. i'm like all right I, i'm gonna go listen to it but sure. i'm gonna go listen to the whole catalog and uh yeah <laughs> i think the best song that i heard from i think he's on a song for the suicide squad uh soundtrack where i okay. thought his flow it was I, I liked it there and I like his content. I like the, the content of his flows. I don't like his cadence, so he lost me. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. I, I don't I don't, yeah, I don't you're like allowed to, you're allowed to have that. Yeah, but uh hey man, good for him, man. How much how many millions are we talking? Ones and twos of millions or I don't know. I honestly don't know. I haven't seen the contract. Uh these contracts tend to not get leaked until after they're up. Um right. but I would be curious to see. He <laughs> signed exclusively. Seven-figure deal, Twitch says. That's crazy, man. And when, here we, we get this, and I still don't know what happened to Mr. Guy Beam. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> I guess it's old news. Dude, right? uh, yeah, I'm beyond the hype, and I'm sure with uh, with our guests this week, we'll talk about it again. But, um, I, I dude, I don't care anymore about <laughs> about what, what Doc does, what happens to Doc, where Doc goes. We'll talk about it, I'm sure, and I'll, I'll pretend to be excited. And you can remember this back to this day. Um, I don't care. You know, I I enjoyed and I respected Doc's content, but I didn't watch it. You know, let, let, let's be fair. Um, so, uh, you know, Logic, welcome to the platform of Twitch, my friend. Um, it, it just legitimizes streaming a little bit more. Which which yeah. I'm always down for someone as big Sub as Logic. Right. Logic is is a fairly large recording artist was apparently um, yeah. now that he's retired after a decade. Um, you know, it's good to know when the end is right. Every exactly. good thing should come to an end. Um, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, right. I wish uh, Game of Thrones would have come to an end a little bit earlier. If a few other things, but whole season, whole season, it could have came to an end earlier. Uh, I've read I've read fan fiction. That was better than the ending of that show, man. Ew, you read like, fanfic? What a weirdo. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I read it and then I critique it. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you email and like, oh, so, uh, here's me. Uh, and, uh, here we go. Crazy thing, right? Uh, about Twitch and all this stuff, man. Um, I really do believe that in regards to a platform like Twitch and uh, Facebook and YouTube, and when people pull in the cord on it, and if our infrastructure survives another 10 years, I think it's going to be a much bigger household platform, but I think we're going to start seeing the cap here pretty soon. Really? It's like, yeah. Oh, we and we I thought that with YouTube, man. We thought yeah, I, everyone thought that with YouTube, and YouTube continues to grow to this day. I think YouTube has become more mainstream and popularized in that sense, but it's harder to Bro. become a YouTube mainstay. No, no, right? it but is way hard to become like a big YouTuber, but it, it yeah. becomes super legitimized when, you know, like uh, movie stars, right, are becoming YouTubers oh, yeah. now as like a backup. Will Smith has a, has a YouTube channel and stuff, right? Like, I, I do believe these people are gifted like 3,000 subs when they join the platform. Like, Dude, almost okay. Like you're, you're, okay. So let me explain to you something, right? When you, when you have a 5 yeah, million person. Did you just say, let me explain to you something? <laughs> I said, let me explain something to you. Um, no, you did not. That's, exa you that's exactly what I said. We can roll the tape back. Oh, that's exactly what I said. See? Um, but these people have followings already. They're not yeah. starting from nothing. They're not starting as as us, right? We're not starting as a person who wants to upload fucking gaming videos and it turns into a podcast, right? They're starting as a person who is already a household name. So it becomes very easy for them to go. Like Jack Black, for example. Jack Black is a gaming oh, channel on YouTube. It's, it's hilarious. It's very funny, hilarious. right? And it's just Jack Black being Jack Black. But he has a few million subscribers because... Because he's Jack Black and he has access to having Tony Hawk in his videos, having The Rock in his videos, right? Has access to all of this stuff. And, they're, paying, they're paying them to be on the YouTube channel, on YouTube. They're paying them 100%. To be in their videos? No, no, they're paying these people to come onto the platform. You know, I, that could be the case, but I, I'm, I'm actually honestly not sure. I had someone brought up some uh, an interesting thing. I uh, quoted from the book of Zach the other day in a debate. Last time I'm going to do that or admit that. And someone was talking about something. I was like, oh, I know this. Someone just explained this to me. I was like, YouTube, Google makes a lot of money and their platform is in the billion dollar form. And they were like, actually, they lose a lot more money than they actually make. And I was like, I'm on YouTube. Yeah, they, I would I, have I, to I, see the, the substantiating evidence of that. Uh, yeah. They make a lot of money through their Google AdSense and, and such. I don't think they lose much money on YouTube. Oh, shout out to Desi Heat with the 51s in her uh, her stream right now. Good for you, ma'am. Killing the game. I just looked over Twitch to see if there was any uh like uh logic stuff up yet. And I was like, I'm not that's if his I have first stream went live at 8 p.m. tonight. So oh, really? four hours ago. Oh, yeah, that's what the article said. I don't know fucking know if it actually happened. I just read it. You know, <laughs> you know? I just read the article briefly. I was like skimming through like I do with all articles for the for the Talk with the Dad podcast, so Dude, uh, have you cut the cable yet, or for your have you cut the cord yet for your cable TV? Do you, you don't even have cable like the actual TV, do you? I don't. No, everyone else like my family does. Tell them to get rid of that stuff, man. Go to direct there TV. Is oh, zero percent. There's a zero percent chance that that happens. But okay. It, here's the here's the big news. So, so HBO said, hey, you know what? We have one too many streaming platforms. Something's got to go. So they're getting rid of HBO Go. It's coming to an end. Oh, dude, why do they have three? What they have HBO now, HBO Go, and HBO Max. I have HBO Max, admittedly. I like the platform, uh, yeah. but I also really like a lot of the HBO content. Right, Sopranos, yeah. Sopranos is my favorite show of all time. I'm I'm due to watch The Wire very soon. Um, oh, amazing! Let me know when you start watching it, man. I want a reaction every video. Uh, okay. Um, 
you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff on the HBO platform. It's good. But why the fuck do we have three streaming platforms? I don't why? know. So H- HBO Go originally just started off as I think it was supposed to. It should have said HBO Beta because it was really horrible when it first started. No matter how good your internet connection was, sure. Was like, I had I had FiOS for God's sake, and it was like oh, I, I would all the fucking kill someone for FiOS. Oh, fi- man. I got to tell you, there have been a few moments in my life where I'm like, I've arrived, and when we had files, I was like, ah! <laughs> like, my buddy came over to play games one day, and that was the first time he had seen 100 megabits down on any PlayStation. Right, right. But, so they had HBO Go, and that sucked. And uh, then they had <laughs> HBO Now, which was supposed to be more exclusive, but which turned out to have the exact same content. All of it, it actually, yeah. Yeah, you can get stuff earlier with HBO Now, hint, hint. And then now HBO Max is just literally everything. everything. Under, yeah, yeah, yeah. They the, have South Park too, dude. Yeah, under the Warner Brothers, or it had been affiliated with Warner Brothers umbrella. It's all on there. Oh, dude, they have the entire series of South Park too. I didn't know this until now. Yeah, they. they well, the wire just got pushed back. I'm watching all of South Park. They have all most of the Adult Swim catalog. I think they're adding everything. I think, yeah, dude. Yeah, HBO uh, Max is a very, very good platform. I believe I'm quoted on the on this on this very podcast that I was not getting it. I was not subscribing to another HBO uh, thing that's probably going to go away in two years. But man, I am fucking full in, and I I really do enjoy it. Anything that has South Park, I, I would buy. So. I think Mathis is your spirit animal. As you're saying, full in, he just went full in to play, and I just heard him over my like, over your voice. He's like, yeah, <laughs> he's been he's been known to do that from time to time. So, see if you want to you want to kick us out of the show this evening. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in for another great episode of Talking with a Dad. Please make sure to check us out on all our platforms. That's Facebook, Talking with a Dad, IG, Talking with a Dad, and Twitter, Talking with a Dad, and all right website talking with a dad.com you can also find us on almost nearly all of your favorite podcasting platforms most notably spotify and google podcasts and and, uh, and apple podcasts and apple podcasts yeah. uh talking with a dad one word for spotify or you'll find some other guys that you don't want to listen to because you those guys suck we hate those guys and they know it <laughs> and uh make sure to like comment and subscribe Make sure you click that little bell alert. A lot of orders for guys needing your subscriptions. And make sure to share this with all your friends. Thanks for having us.